Hi, I'm Ken Kessler, and welcome to the Sounds of Christmas podcast. If you're new to this podcast, I want to start by saying thanks for joining us. If you're not so new, welcome back. Either way, I'm glad you're here. Now, to avoid any confusion, I want to start off saying there won't be any music played here. This is a place for conversation. I'll talk about Christmas music and some related topics, sometimes by myself and sometimes with guests. If you're looking for music, just go to soundsofchristmas.com and click on the tree or the player on the front page or on the Listen Now page. We play the best variety of Christmas music all year long. Well, except in October when we play the best variety of Halloween music. Very happy to have singer-songwriter Noreen Braun with us. She's an award-winning artist. I'm not going to run down the whole list, but here's just a few like greatest hits. 2018 Western Canadian Music Award nominee, Canada Council for the Arts Award, Los Angeles Music Awards Artist for Literacy. You can check out more at NoreenBraun.com. I don't want to take up a whole podcast talking about your awards. Let everybody meet you and see just how amazing you are. Hi, Noreen. Thanks for joining us. Oh, I can. Thanks so much for having me. It's great to meet you. Great to meet you, too. Now, last year, you released December Falls, which was your 12th full-length album. Is that correct? That's right. Yes. Wow. 12 albums and some great reviews. The Vancouver Sun says December Falls is one of the new seasonal releases worth putting under your tree. That's got that had to be nice. Yeah, that was really uh, flattering and uh, an honor. I think one of the other artists was Anne Murray, so I was a great company. <laughs> yeah, wow. Yeah. You had 11 albums before this and what led you to decide to make a Christmas record after after all that time? Um, well, it was during the pandemic, the start of the pandemic, and I was really fortunate to receive a grant from Showcase BC. It's, it's in our province uh, for, for artists to write, to do some writing. And so uh, I just thought I, I love Christmas. My mother uh, who loved Christmas, unfortunately, my mom passed away this year, but I, I, she always wanted me to do a, a proper album. So I was able, I was so grateful that I could do that. Well, mom was still here. So it was just trying to, uh, to think about positivity. I think because we were going through such a hard time, everybody on the planet. Uh, I just wanted to think about a time when, you know, Christmas is usually a time of, of sharing and joy. And that was sort of how I wanted to focus writing. And then in the summer, I wanted to um, record and uh, have some of the musicians who I knew weren't working um, come in and, and do something positive during the summer to, to release last winter. And one of the things that I really loved about December Falls is the variety of music and the original songs that are on there are all kind of like the themes of them are things that you that, that aren't done a lot in Christmas songs. Right. Um, and I thought this is terrific because it's it's really something fresh and new. I don't want to go track by track because people should go check out the album if they haven't already. So, <laughs> but there are a handful of them that I'd, I'd like to ask you about. And if you can tell me anything about them, what inspired the song, or if there's a story behind it or that kind of thing. Is that okay? Sure. Sounds good. Thank you. Ben. All right, sure. Let's start with Poinsettia Pearl. Yeah. Um, that is, it was exactly actually what you were just saying. I, not a lot of people ever wrote about poinsettias and I was wondering I wondered, I wondered to myself, where do they come from and why are they so popular in North America? You know, every you go at Christmas, everybody has a poinsettia, you give poinsettias. And so I wanted to look 
into the history of how they came to be. And uh, so I kind of turned it into a contemporary person. But uh, so I followed the trail and where poinsettia came, how it happened to become a North American tradition at Christmas. And uh, it was a story about a Mexican girl and how she had, um, she was going to church and she wanted to make an offering to, to God, to Jesus. And she had, all she had was weeds and her cousin told her, and she was like, oh, this isn't enough. And her cousin said, no, it doesn't matter how much. It just matters that you, it comes from the heart. So it's enough. And, and that's, it came, became a star of Bethlehem, I think. And uh, then that's uh, how the point city got its name. So that's how it came to be. And then in the early 1800s, there was a Mexican uh, U.S. diplomat who went to uh, Mexico and started to bring them up to the States. And then I guess they traveled even further up to Canada. <laughs> so yeah, it was just the story of poinsettia. And I was really curious to know how it came to be. <laughs> so made it into a sort of a rock song, rock and roll Christmas tune. <laughs> I, I was, I was about to say that it's kind of echoes of the story of the little drummer boy, but I think it's really the other way around because the little drummer boy came out, I don't know, 60, 70 years ago, maybe. Oh, okay. And this story predates that. Yeah. Yeah, it does. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Way back. Yeah. Um, another song just a few days before Christmas is the solstice. And right. you have solstice the day the sun stands still. Was there anything in particular that led you to want to do a solstice song? Yeah, I was just there. Again, there haven't been a lot of songs about solstice. And um, I also I have a I'm Métis. I have an indigenous ba his background ancestry. And so I kind of wanted to honor that part of the winter because winter has always been a time of storytelling, of coming together, of sharing. And but when I was looking through songs of solstice, they tended to be more kind of morose and kind of sad because winter is also a time of clearing and uh, of letting go. So I wanted but I wanted to do something more about the joyful side of winter solstice which is the coming together and and the celebration of long nights and and storytelling and you know all the good all the fun things about winter so yeah so that's yeah I was trying to get something joyful and upbeat for winter solstice and marking it as it you know so it kind of predates Christmas solstice is sort of like the first winter holiday that <laughs> that humanity ever had so <laughs> yeah so that's already where I went with that one mistletoe blues and i gotta tell you i'm i'm i love the blues oh. and that you've got huggy bear leonard helping you out there on the on the blues harp yeah. is, is very cool there are some songs about mistletoe but not about the blues side of it <laughs> yeah and that's you know that i mean i'm sure i'm not the only one who got didn't have someone to kiss under a mistletoe some <laughs> parts of my life. So I think most people can relate to that, you know, wanting that someone and they're not, they're not there. And then certainly in that song, I sort of took a, the, the, not the lack of connection with the partner that I was meeting in the, under the mistletoe. <laughs> yeah. So mistletoe is definitely, I think something I wanted to go for the sad side, the sad side <laughs> of the blues. So it's definitely <laughs> it's a blues feeling. <laughs> How about the title track, December Falls? Yeah, that's a, that's a sad one. Um, and that's a song about uh, regret, great regret. And uh, I think I think a lot of the time, I know that Christmas isn't always a happy time for people. And sometimes, um, you know, it, it's a time when people need to reach out for help. And, and I think a lot of times those feelings are about regret and loss and uh, not connecting and wishing that we could go back. And so that was... 
that I was sort of trying to tap into those feelings sort of to counter. I mean, there's a lot of joy on the album and I wanted to have a whole, a whole wide range of emotions. And certainly that side is more melancholy and more haunting, sad tune, but it's that part um, that some of us have about, you know, wishing we could change things, but we know we can't. Yeah. And then the folks at vinyl chapters said that put a wreath on it was one of the best compositions on the record what's what's the story behind put a wreath on it again that's uh that's a blues tune blues rock and uh, we went for a total roots blues rock feel with the band and that story again it's about it's sort of similar to december falls in that it's wishing that you could get back that love that you lost and hoping although there's sort of an angst and an anger to it it's like please come back but uh you know, I'm still here. If you come, I'll be waiting here. It's Christmas Eve. Come back to me. Uh, so it's that longing and yearning for happier times. And so there's lots of, you know, the imagery is all about, you know, a time before that was much happier and, and wishing it would come back. And certainly Huggy Bear Leonard really and uh, Adam Popowitz, they really put their heart and soul into their guitar and the harmonica and, uh, and Elliot Polsky. So really, it's a real jam song. For sure. <laughs> I mean, we could, when we play that song, we played it a few times and we could probably play it for 20 minutes. <laughs> it's like, let's just keep following. <laughs> I feel like I should should say here, you know, a lot of these songs are are blues songs are certainly blues influenced. And you're yeah. talking about this theme or that theme being sad, but it's not a sad album. It's very hopeful. No. I mean, yeah. the blues are not necessarily sad, but they're very there's a lot of emotion in them. And, yeah. and, and I think it's a very hopeful album, uh, which is, oh, you're welcome. And it's <laughs> funny, it's funny that I say that and come to this next track, which doesn't sound like it's, <laughs> it's hopeful in the title, The Winter After Elvis Died. Right. <laughs> which is probably the most surprising title on, on the album. Yes. <laughs> that was my, my spouse uh, wrote that. She wrote it for me for thanks for actually for um, not Thanksgiving uh, Valentine's Day gift um, the year that I recorded that and uh, when you're with someone a long time we've been together 34 years and when you're live when you're with someone a long time they tend to know all your stories <laughs> and uh, so that's one of my stories so it's actually my life story but she's writing about it. So uh, when I was 16, I had pneumonia and I was a huge, huge lover of Elvis Presley. I loved all things Elvis. Uh, I still do. He totally influenced me and. And it was about a time when I got really sick and I almost died. And so anyway, she surprised me. And here's, she wrote the song, The Winter After Alvis Died. And, and the reason she called it that was because she goes, whenever you tell that story, you always start out with, with it was the winter after Alvis died. So, <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. Uh, but it is definitely a very unique. Yeah. And Alice plays the, the piano on that tune as well. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, it's it's definitely, I, I thought when I first saw it last year, I thought, okay, I must have read that wrong. Wait, what did that say? <laughs> it's yeah. it's just, it's very unexpected. Yes. Um, <laughs> now, in and among all of these, all these songs that we have mentioned, all these original works, there are your takes on Silent Night and I Saw Three Ships and O Tannenbaum, which are very traditional Christmas songs. I'm trying to think of how, how to ask this and, and not sound like an idiot but when you when you put together a really a blues rock christmas album and you're doing all these originals how did you pick those three songs 
they're just songs that I really like singing every year at Christmas time. <laughs> so, and I think like Silent Night, that's a song that I think most people can really relate to. Even if they're not religious, I think it, there's a beauty to it uh, that uh, everyone longs for that peacefulness and that uh, that wonder of life. And so, yeah, so that's why I just thought these are songs I like. These are songs that I think I'm pretty sure most people like who celebrate Christmas. So why not uh, put record them? And then, uh, of course, Adam helped me, you know, turn them into more of a roots rock feel than what you I mean, they're quite different uh, versions of those songs for sure. But yeah, that's uh, same with uh, Blue Christmas. I mean, that's a standard Elvis tune that I just totally, totally loved. And that's actually what I was going to ask you next. You have these these classic Christmas songs that I just mentioned and all of these originals. And then there's a couple pop covers like Blue Christmas and Last Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I was I love George Michaels as well. I just loved his voice and yeah, so sad that he he was taken so soon. Uh, but those are, you know, when Christmas comes, I always like, oh, we get to hear last Christmas. I always look forward to hearing that on the radio. So I thought, oh, I should do it. I mean, I do it a lot faster than he did it and a lot more rootsier. But uh, yeah, it's sort of a, a tip of the hat to George Michaels and Elvis. The, those are my favorite tunes that I always liked hearing every year. So and I think I probably always will. You know, I had I had mentioned Blue Christmas and Last Christmas and the and the classic Christmas songs, the ones that everybody knows, mixed in with these others. And it's not like they stick out. It all it all works together. It it all blends together. Every song on on the album sounds like it belongs there. It's not like you're you're going from one track to the next and then there's silent night that is sticking out because of you know, the stereotypical reaction that people think of, and I don't mean it in a bad way, but of Silent Night, like you were saying, it's not the Silent Night that you're used to, but it fits in with this, the, the rest of the songs on the album. I feel like I'm just digging a hole deeper and deeper. because no, no. I, I understand. Yeah. Okay. I, I, we went for that. It's sort of um, a consistency so that if you liked one song, we're hoping that you'll like, like that the next song won't be jarring. So we tried to go for that flow and to make it as, as like that they're all related. So I'm glad that that's how you're perceiving it. And that's how you experience it. Cause that was certainly our intention was to have everyone who's listening to that, that, that it makes sense and it doesn't, nothing feels out of place. Yeah. Cause I feel like at least for most of the songs, whether, whether they're familiar or not, you get kind of a, a dual feeling to them. You get a feeling that you know them and you get a feeling that there's something fresh and new that you haven't heard before. And that's true, whether it's put a wreath on it or whether it's last Christmas, you get both of those feelings. I don't know if that's just serendipity or if that's kind of what you're going for. Well, definitely we're, I would say Adam Popowitz is who produced the album. He's definitely, he knows how to make everything cohesive. So that's those are things that are definitely thought out beforehand so yeah we are going for that uh, sense of cohesiveness for sure and i i allotted that to adam popowitz for for making it flow like that so it is intentional <laughs> yeah because i know for i don't know if you're if you're like me but when i get an album i sort of want things like they, there could be variety but i still want it to have like a flow so yeah. i don't want to be totally you know i don't want some hearing polka if i've put on a I don't know some classical piece. <laughs> be oh, like <yeah>. what? <laughs> especially, especially if it's a Christmas album, you want it to feel like it all goes together. Yeah, yeah. 
so that it flows people you know because quite often at christmas we put on an album and we you know if we're at a party or if we have a gathering or something you don't you want it to all fit together i think just like yeah. you, so you put something on and you walk it away and and you let everything unfold as it should kind of yeah right so you hit, something. yeah you, you hit play and then you start untangling the christmas lights or doing exactly. whatever it is yeah. <laughs> exactly so december falls is the album and that came out last year and just recently you have a new christmas ep that just came out yeah, I decided um, that I was going to strip things down and just like have a little set, a total basic uh, Noreen Braun vocals, guitar. And there's like, of course, some of the soloists, Brent Ma and Huggy Bear, are, make a little appearance. But I just, uh, just to, you know, for people who like my music, just to hear things stripped way down, uh, to hear how those songs sound without the fuller productions. I thought that'd be kind of interesting. Uh, I know that there's um, a lot of people like acoustic, that sort of, I've, noticed that a lot of acoustic uh, playlists coming up so I thought I would make something that would tailor it to those kinds of fittings I guess so yeah so if you like to hear things stripped right down to the most basic part of the music you can uh, I think you'll enjoy the EP I only put four songs on uh, Blue Christmas Silent Night Solstice and Put a Wreath on it so those are the four that are are right down to its its basics (laughs) so they are actually the same vocals and it's all the same but it, uh, Adam reworked it as an acoustic piece. So, yeah, so I'm not, I didn't redo them. Um, they are actually from the original recording, but they're in a more uh, stripped down. That's why we call it stripped down. <laughs> is the EP, is it just stripped down or is it stripped down acoustic? It's. A, I'm calling it acoustic, stripped down acoustic. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So that's the new EP. And, that's the, new album, EP. and the album is December Falls. And yeah. Forgive me for asking, but I ask just about everybody who does Christmas music, even though you've had, you have all this out, is there more to come? Do you have something on the, on the horizon of maybe another Christmas album or, or oh, single or that kind of thing? Nothing in the works at the moment, but I think there's tons of Christmas music and that I didn't do <laughs> that I wouldn't mind doing. <laughs> yeah. So anything's possible. Yeah, I mean, the Hark the Herald Angel sing Alice, and I do that one. And we have a really nice, Alice does a, plays this harp, this harp effect on the keys. It sounds really cool. So, yeah, there's definitely, definitely, no, but not, but like I say, nothing's in the in the works right now. Was there anything that you wanted to, besides, besides what you just mentioned, was there anything that you wanted to put on December Falls that for whatever reason you weren't able to get it just yet, but maybe it's in the back of your head for someday? Well, some song like Oh Holy Night, I really love that. Uh, but that's actually a really challenging song, at least for me to sing. <laughs> You've got to, I think, be a real, have to have a real, be a real belter uh, when it goes to the really impactful emotional places. Um, so, yeah, that, about, that would be something that I would like to do, but that would require me to really work on on it for a longer time than what I had last summer. So uh, those two, Hark the Herald Angels, Oh Holy Night, um, and then some of them, I thought it would be fun to do like Jingle Bell Rock, some of those old classic 50s, <laughs> but with an updated sound. <laughs> so there you go. Maybe next year or the year after. <laughs> there's okay. always, I mean, there's no, there's no shortage of Christmas music. So <laughs> that's, that's, I can, yeah. I, I can As you know. attest to that. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. Sounds um, of Christmas year round. So <laughs> that's right. There's a lot around, a lot of music out there. A couple questions, non-Christmas music related. 
last month in November, you put together a new video for um, There's a Long, Long Trail of Winding, a song that you recorded right. uh, 10, 12 years ago, I think. As you're leading up to the Christmas EP release, what sort of led you to to do that? Um, I, it was just, uh, it just sort of popped into my mind really was to, uh, to, to honor veterans from the first and second world war. I released it here in Canada. We have a, we have remembrance day, like, um, like you do on November 11th, but we also have uh, November 8th, which is national indigenous uh, veterans day, which is honoring uh, the first nations people, Métis uh, and Inuit who served in the, in those wars who weren't always acknowledged. So I wanted to release it on that day and uh, just, you know, as a time for, to remember peace, but to also remember people who sacrificed their, their lives. And, and so that we can live how we do is really what, what motivated me to do that. And now I, I think I recorded that in 2007. So it's been quite a while, uh, but it actually started, I've been getting a lot of play suddenly on Spotify with that. So and I so thought, oh, that's really interesting. So I thought it seemed fitting to make a, a little video for that song. Remembering, and it was actually, it was two fellows from Yale in 1913 who wrote that tune. So that tune's like 107 years and uh, old. Um, Stoddard King, I think, and Zoe Elliott were the songwriter, lyricist, and composer. And uh, yeah, so it's really, I think it's a really great song. It, it st- the imagery still stands you know stands the test of time is the same with the melody and apparently in the second world no in the first world war when when it when the song was popular it was the chorus that everybody sang and they sang it really raucously uh but and really happily and really boisterous but i kind of went for the melancholy uh with the harmonica sound so i kind of took it down a bit <laughs> but it is such a you know i could say you can when you hear the lyric and the music and the lyrics not necessarily how i did it but uh you can see why it was so catchy at the time and it really kind of struck a nerve there's a long long trail of whining so you know again people going off to war who may never return and who didn't return uh, but that idea that maybe they will return one day it's a wonderful video and i everybody listening you should go to noreen's youtube channel and if you can take a break from christmas music i'll write you a note just for a few minutes you should really check that out Oh, I just want to say I got the images from uh, the Preminger archives, which uh, give public domain. And they that was actually shot in the 1920s uh, in Mount Rainier, which isn't far from here. It's in the Olympic near uh, in the Washington state area. I'm up in Vancouver, B.C., so it's not far from where I live, uh, but it's amazing footage. And you can actually you can get all sorts of amazing things there. So if anyone's doing any kind of uh, a vintage video, <laughs> Preminger archives, it's where to go. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it's really 180 degrees from that, but much different is your most recent non-Christmas single 2020 reprise. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That was um, a co-write. Again, the pandemic brought me together with some other musicians, a fellow named Alan Luke who lives in Australia. He uh, sent me um, some chord progressions and said, Oh, you know, if you're, if you're needing any kind of inspiration, here's some, you know, see what you can come up with. And so I sat down and I, I liked what I liked the progressions and I came up with a melody and I wrote a little song around it, sent it back to him. In the meantime, he'd, he'd written a song with a fellow in New York City uh, and they, uh, they, he actually ended up merging the two songs. So we, we released it as a, like an acoustic track. And then I really wanted to take my part of the song and make it into a rock song because, you know, the way it, 
it was really much reprised uh, this year. It was the same as last year. So, yeah. so I know it's just, but the, the uh, 2020 was sort of just the feelings when I initially wrote it, it was just the first couple of months when everybody was just going, what's happening? What's going on? <laughs> this whole, we're in this whole new zone that we've never been before. And uh, yeah, so I was kind of tapping into that sort of was marking the past couple of years that we've all gone through and hoping that we're on to better days soon. And speaking of better days soon, what's on your agenda coming up? You have Christmas shows on the way. You have new music coming out. Um, yeah, I was really fortunate this year to, I received a Canada Council grant to write a new album. It's called Songs for Trees. And um, I also received a grant from First Peoples Cultural Council uh, in BC here to create this new album. It comes out on Earth Day. Uh, it's sort of a tribute to the lungs of the planet, the trees. Uh, it's very, it's a joyful album, um, but it gives us, I hope, pause for reflection on how to take better care of the planet and how to save our ancient trees. Uh, people, I think, don't realize that ancient trees take a thousands of years to grow it. They aren't, they're not sustainable. <laughs> we can't cut them down and grow them in two years. <laughs> you know, it takes like 2000 years to grow these trees. So I'm just hoping I can be part of an influence people to think about like how we are uh, taking care of the lungs. If we, we need these trees so that we can all breathe and survive and children and children's children can go on. So I'm paying homage to trees and, um, and yeah, so it's quite, it's been really fun. I, I, I recorded, I just finished recording actually this weekend. Uh, I'm going to be picking up the masters and uh, I'll be releasing singles starting in January and then Earth Day will be the album release. So you'll have to stay tuned, come to my website and uh, I'm excited about it. I think people are going to like it again. It's actually very, and it's not a bluesy roots. It's more of um, a groove oriented album. So it's a little different than December Falls. Um, but I think if you like December Falls, you'll probably like this album. The intention is to take you on a journey. So we have lots of nature sounds. So you come along, come with me for a walk in the forest. And I'm going to show you this very, all this beauty. That's my hope. <laughs> yeah. very cool is your website the best way for people to connect and kind of keep track of of what you're doing uh definitely yeah noreenbraun.com n-o-r-i-n-e-b-r-a-u-n and as well i'm also on like facebook and uh noreen Braun music is my facebook page i'm on instagram i am on twitter but not a whole lot <laughs> so I don't, I don't quite get Twitter, but Facebook, I get Instagram. I'm on YouTube, of course. I've got tons of videos on YouTube. Yeah, the, the videos, again, the, the video, it's, it's really powerful. There's a long, long trail of winding. You should definitely check that out. But there's, there's lots more there. There's performances and behind the scenes stuff and, and lots of music. So, so you should definitely check that out, too. Just to backtrack to the Christmas stuff again, is there anything that that you want people to know about the EP or the summer falls that we didn't get into? Not that I could think of. Um, let's see. It was number five for the top 50 Canadian albums last Christmas. So wow. That's great. Root, yeah. Roots, Roots radio. So it got picked up a lot of national shows, picked up mistletoe blues and put a wreath on it. And it was on a syndicated show that got a lot of coverage in um, the States and on internet radio. So it did really well. So I hope people, if they like it, they come and download it for their Christmas season and uh, year round on Sounds for Christmas. <laughs> yeah. December Falls and Strip Down Acoustic are both out there on all the usual suspects, wherever you, you listen and buy music. 
yeah. Amazon, Spotify, iTunes, etc. I'm sure exactly. you can also find out more about it at Noreen's website, noreenbron.com. You also have a newsletter and yeah. people get a free song when they sign up. Yeah, it's December Falls is the free track. So there you go. Sign up and December Falls is yours. <laughs> Very nice. For free. Yeah. Nordine, <laughs> thank- there's nothing free in the world anywhere. <laughs> right. A nice Christmas present for everybody listening. That's terrific. <laughs> it's been a pleasure talking to you, Noreen. Thanks so much for giving us some time today. Well, thank you so much for having me. It's a joy to be here. Thank you for sharing your time with me. And thank you for listening, helping us share some Christmas spirit and for helping this podcast continue to grow. Since you're listening now, you've obviously found us somewhere. But if there's another site you like to use for podcasts, check out our podcast page on our website for the complete list of everywhere you can listen to the Sounds of Christmas podcast. And again, the website is www.soundsofchristmas.com. Then just click on the podcast tab. For the Sounds of Christmas station to listen to the music, You'll need to stick with our website or our app in the Google Play Store. If you have comments or suggestions, feel free to reach out to me on social media or through our website. Thanks again. And may you always believe in Santa Claus.